Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I'll take you on a journey with an interview with Switch Dance. Switch Dance, aka Marco, is a Lisbon-born and raised DJ and producer. His adventurous and hypnotic sets guide us through the nights of, for example, Lux Fragile, the club in Lisbon where he has his residency. And a funny story is during the pandemic, he actually developed a new business with his Switch Samosas. So... This podcast episode is a travel guide for Lisbon, as well as some very interesting insights into the life of Marco in Lisbon and around the world. Enjoy! Marco, we are here in Lisbon in your studio, which is um, right around the corner of Lux Fragil, where you're a resident when not a pandemic is happening, <laughs> like in a regular place. Thank you so much for the invitation and welcome to our interview. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to start our interview with the city we are in, with Lisbon. It's the city that you are born and you are still living here. Yes. Did you ever think of moving away from the city? I thought uh, there was a few times, maybe, I'm not sure, maybe eight years ago, At some point, I was thinking to move. Actually, Berlin was one option. And it was Berlin or Barcelona. <laughs> Very different <laughs> cities. Of course, Berlin because of the music. And Barcelona also because of the music. Plus the better weather. And much closer to, to Lisbon. But um, yeah, like. At the end, uh, nothing of these uh, thoughts um, happened because I decided to stay here. Until now, I'm still living here. Um, and recently, I'm restarting to, to think again, should I move? But now, more because of the pandemic uh, situation and probably because the big crisis that uh, is going to appear. And but now this time I'm thinking to the option now I have on my mind is Norway <laughs> <laughs> because now I have a Norwegian girlfriend, she's living here, and I don't know who how it's gonna be the, the future here in music and on also in other scenes. But if I move now, I'll try Nor definitely Norway. But then you have the point with the weather, right? <laughs> Yes, let's see. I never experienced uh, living in a snow city. Uh, I was there on the winter. It was quite o quite okay. I can say the uh, hour in the Portuguese six degrees. I think feels the same as the minus six <laughs> <laughs> on the central North Europe. It's really tough, the winter year. It doesn't snow, but uh, you feel it on the bones, I guess. So what made you, up to now, made you staying in Lisbon? Why is your heart in Lisbon? What do you love about the city? Uh, it was 
the food, the weather, the friends. Like I, I, I'm born and raised in Lisbon, like you said. So I have friends, and my friendships here are from my childhood. So I'm really connected to this city, and also at some point or in, until the um, the pandemic start, I have my own established career here. So resident, I uh, have my studio, I have all my toys, as you can see in the studio. If I move, I have to think how I'm <laughs> going to carry all these synthesizers. I need to bring it somewhere. And yeah, so I was living a full-time, full-time job as a musician, producer, DJ, or sometimes also booker, promoter. So I was having like a busy and happy life until, until March, let's say. So you also grew up in the scene here. Tell us about the first touch points that you had with the scene, the local club culture, electronic music in general. It's difficult to, to tell you that because I know, don't know exactly when it was. Uh, I don't know, for example, I don't know when I started DJing. You can say more or less maybe 13, 14 or 15 years, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, I can tell you when I started Lux, it was exactly 10 years ago. And that's my the idea I have because when I started to play at Lux, I figured, okay, now this is going to be serious, serious. Or now things going to be, I have to, the approach is different, so maybe now I'm a real DJ or not. Or at least I have the opportunity to do it or to start uh, more as a professional. And I think so that's the only time I, I remember it was when I started 10, year, 10 years ago. And the scene here is very mm, small, let's say. And we have different scenes, different groups. Uh, like they have the techno groups, we have we have the the um, okay, I don't know all, all the genres. <laughs> uh, then you have these uh, the people that like uh, more tech house, and they are they they are not very connected, let's say. And I'm always trying to be connected <laughs> with everyone because um. I don't identify myself that I belong to this scene or I belong to that scene. Um, I don't think much more about this diversity of of, of scenes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you entered a club? Probably, I don't know, when I was 16, 15... I'm not sure. I remember when it when I started to like electronic music. That I remember. The age I don't remember. Maybe sixteen, like I told you. But actually, it was a gothic club, where you listen gothic music. And at some point, I started to listen like something more electronic. Oh, what's this? It's fun. It was the beginning when the electro clash was uh, showing up. 
Wow, I like this kind of music. Yeah. And then uh, my my direction, it was more for 80s synth pop music, also connected with Gothic. It was how I started to listen to electronic music. It was the, the way I was doing for the dance music. It was from the synth pop 80s music, a bit more dark, <laughs> dark wave. So you said you started the residency at Lux 10 years ago, yes. so 2010. Mm -hmm. Let's say if you would need to compare the scene in Lisbon 2009 and 2019, mm. what has changed? What was that? Um, gentrification, for example. <laughs> we, uh, I think on 2009... We had the dance floor much full of local people. Uh, the clubs were full of local people, if I remember. And now, lately, you miss local people on the dance floor. But at some point, then you have tourists or foreigners uh, on the dance floor... Some are good, some are bad. My experience, I love to have the foreigner crowds. Uh, but yeah, especially this, we are missing local local people on the on the dance floor. Why do you think is that? Uh, that's that's a question that me and my friends that used to that I used to work like DJs or promoter. Who, always making this question to uh, ourselves uh, can be many many problems I mean economic problems uh, as around maybe 2018 10 or 12 I would say many people left the cool people left for because of the economic crisis we had on between 2008 and 2012 but we the last years we're not living that big crisis at all but yeah it's a question we were always making what happened with the, the local where they are I don't know or maybe they are tired or not so interested on electronic music mm -hmm. I don't know it's a, it's a, it's a question we don't have a, a proper answer yet a very interesting one <laughs> let's stay with looks um, you are resident there we already talked about um, what do you think is the magic about this club well is all the the history be, behind how it started Manel Reis the the owner of the club that he passed away one year and a half or maybe almost two years I'm not sure Uh, is a big icon of uh, music, fashion and art scene in Lisbon since early 80s. This club started, um, uh, the club was called Fragil uh, and it was uh, probably one, I'm talking about this, that what I know because I didn't experience um Unfortunately, I didn't experience uh, these times because I was probably born on that time. I was born in '93, 
I think uh, Rui Vargas <laughs> also talked about it in our interview, like right from the beginning. It was so interesting. I don't remember the exact timeline, yeah. <laughs> but for other people that want to know yeah. more about it. <laughs> Rui Vargas was one of uh, the resident DJs there or, or started that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. So this club it was uh, in uh, in Bairualto during the times Bairualto was a cool place to to hang out um, I'm not sure about this but probably it was the first gay club mm -hmm. of gay friendly uh, on Lisbon that was wow the, the thing during these times and I think the club grow up a lot and then After Fragile, they got this one, Lux. Fragile, the name is Lux Fragile. And it's already exists there for 21, 10, 21 years. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was a very avant-garde, even Lux and also Fragile before Lux, very avant-garde club in Portugal, uh, with the music, also with the bookings, and also the people, the local people was also in that moment uh, amazing. Also, I started to go to Lux probably when I was 18. Also, the, it was a time there was no smartphones, you know, I think it's also a big difference on the people mentality or people how people behave in the club. People were like, free and giving everything on, or living the moment without yeah i'm here look <laughs> look the lights look the dj look uh, look what i have on the table this uh, uh, <laughs> champagne, <you know>? champagne. <laughs> yes i'm buying a bottle look on my instagram you know um so nowadays people spend more time and energy showing these uh, futile details uh, than, than being on the dance floor, enjoying the time. So yeah, there's also a big difference of, uh, about the dance floor. I started going looks when I was 19. You know, it's different. Things grow up. Um, yeah, it's different times, let's say. Different generations also. It's part of life, let's say. In an interview, I read that you said you like introvert people on the dance floor. I'm uh, wondering where you saw that, more or less. <laughs> well, my, uh, I everyone says that I'm a bit introvert. I'll say yes, I'm shy. Uh, yeah, no, I think that was what you said about people on the dance floor. I like people when they don't talk, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. Uh, Also because my music is not, um, or the music I like more, uh, it's, uh, let's say, like, complex yeah. or full of, uh, it's not, like, so catchy, and it's, it's difficult if you are uh, bonding with someone, mm -hmm. with your friend, and talking, and then... If you don't pay attention, it's difficult, okay, to get to get. So what yeah. this guy is playing, yeah. you know? So the best experience I have, or when I enjoy more, like I'm playing and I see, okay, I have the right crowd in my front, and I see they are dancing. 
there's a lot of space on the dance floor. I don't know if it's good or bad, <laughs> but it's because they are like focused with like maybe off meter to the right, off meter to the left, and they are like alone dancing, you know, there's no people talking, then say, okay, I'm having fun <laughs> now yeah. uh, playing, or maybe you, I'm, I have the right crowd. Sometimes it happens, sometimes not. <laughs> or sometimes you're like, rah, rah, like shaking the hand to to ask me, play faster, play faster. <laughs> <laughs> or, or drop the kick, drop the kick. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it was like that. I like to see the dance floor when no one is talking and just focus and dancing, eyes closed. And yeah, that's my my best crowd or my best dance floor environment. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true. So most of the restaurants in Lisbon um, are still open. Mm -hmm. That's very good. Um, what are your all-time favorite restaurants and bars in Lisbon? And maybe what are the ones that you just discovered recently? Well, uh, for bars, I can start, um, for example, Purex is a bar in Bairro Alto, where actually me, or Switch Dance, was born. I started DJ, DJing there. Um, uh, about rest, I'm a foodie, so <laughs> I used to go... Um, many restaurants but one of my favorites is Semenares, mm -hmm. the bistro you also have Semenares, uh, the the other one uh, also is a big friend of mine I'll oh, probably you got my friend because I used to go there or no I mean both both, both possibilities happen at the same time I've been there which one is it like the one you go to in the evening where you can choose between the rooms or the one where you Like there is one with mirrors, one with a long big table. The, the I think the long big table is fine dining yeah. style. I went to once. Mm -hmm. It belong to the same people, but one is one concept, the fine dining. I went once there. It was amazing experience. Probably the only experience I had that. But uh, now <laughs> I don't have. I cannot afford that yeah. one anymore. <laughs> but the other one, I go there like. Probably um, once a week because Dion is a big, big friend of mine. So, and uh, he's a Serbian guy, right? Uh, he's one of Dion's. That's Lubomiro. He's the ah. chef, and the other two partners. One was a big DJ in back in the days when I was starting to go clubbing. He's Nelson Flip. And the other partner is Nunferi, also a big friend of mine. So I used to go past there once a week just to say hi. Actually, today I'll go there, pick up one bottle, <laughs> buy a mezcal bottle. Um, so I go there many times because uh, sometimes for wine tasting, he, every week they have wine tasting. So he's my friend. He, he, he likes, he knows that I love wine. So, Marco, I have some wines to try, come here. So <laughs> I go there for trying, then I. Okay, <laughs> I get all drunk <laughs> because I always drink and I don't spit it. <laughs> you should spit, but no, <laughs> it's too good to spit, spit out. <laughs> yeah, so Semanaires, Purex, um, you have this also one Papa Sorda. Uh, actually, 
Manuel Reis, the, the ex-owner mm -hmm. of Lux, he had also partnership there. Papa uh, is in Cachedre and uh, on the market, on time out market. Mm -hmm. um, right away, I cannot remember so many restaurants. About bars, you have lounge. Uh, it's so difficult now because ten, more than 10 months I don't go to a bar. Now I'm like, <laughs> I have to try to remind what I used to do one year ago. <laughs> Maybe what what do you do when friends are visiting you? Like besides bars and restaurants, what are the must-do things when people are visiting uh, now Lisbon? I remember now another restaurant. No, because I I uh, I prefer to go to um, to visit uh, secret uh, to take friends to secret hidden places mm -hmm. from uh, secret neighborhoods, uh, old towns, or a little bit. Uh, outside of Lisbon also everyone goes to Sintra but I prefer to go up more deep in the forest of Sintra, Colares um, now I remember about this restaurant it's also one of my favorites is Zé da Moraria mm -hmm. um, very traditional uh, homemade food And yeah, so basically oh, the pastel nato, also. Where is the best? Where you can where? Uh, yeah, many. You have the old one, pastel blind. Then you have the new ones, the manteigaria. You have one in the castle near the castle that uh, they won some something with the timeout. Uh, Listen, timeout. The best pastel nato from 2019 is one next to the the okay. castle. Yeah, like they are all really good. There are a little detail different, but they're all good. <laughs> I love pastel and <laughs> They're a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were at home in lockdown, we even booked a cooking class for pastel oh, and really? in Berlin. It was really nice. But of course, they didn't taste like the ones here. <laughs> um, speaking from food... Like when we met the first mm -hmm. time, it was in a restaurant where you made some fantastic food <laughs> and your switch samosas, which is, I would say, your Corona baby, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, yesterday I also had my first interview because of this, because yeah, there's one uh, food blog or site, they heard about me and they are doing... Um, different approach in different cities so i was doing my first interview related with food so yeah this uh, it was so like a, a this started all started as a joke it was totally just a ironic and posts on instagram that i was making a joke because uh, i like to cook um, and during uh, the first wave of the pandemic, we are like in lockdown, bored, nothing to do or thinking what to do. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I have lots of free time and how I never learned with my mother how to do shamusas. Okay, maybe now I have one month to do nothing. I was only thinking one month because I was expecting, you know, like after one month, everything's going to be normal. Okay, maybe it's, Every time to do it, let's let's uh, I call my mother. Hey, let's uh, I want to make shamusas with you. Let me learn from from scratch how to do it. 
So I did it with her one full day. At the end, we rolled like 100 chamuses. And I decided, okay, let me make, uh, uh, like, it was exactly like this. I want to make a poser picture from my Instagram now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was holding 100 chamuses on my hands. And then I made the stupid joke. Hey, people, yeah, the business, um, as everyone knows, is really hard nowadays. Uh, no income the last, uh, I don't know, in the moment, six, seven or eight months. Life is hard, uh, something like this. Uh, I might switch now the business to switch Shamusa. If you have friends who like Shamusa, just post in the comments the three favorite friends that like Shamusa, and then I'm going to offer you... <laughs> it was just ironic, it was a joke. It was uh, I'm making fun and me hold, holding one other Shamusa. But every, that post went, went crazy. Like Everybody was like, commenting my phone at beep 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 <laughs> I have to switch off beep, beep. I want I want I want you hey hey but it was a joke I'm not selling shamusas you don't understand why I was why you are uh, I was post the name or comment or comment the name of your friend and then uh, of course I'm not going to deliver uh, give shamusas away but everyone no but I want I want I want it was probably the, the biggest uh, post or the biggest engagement I have in mm -hmm. a post. And like, I went to bed on that night, the phone still beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and I was thinking, 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 and overthinking and brainstorming. Should I do this? Maybe. Come on, I have 25 euros in my bank account right now and everyone's I buy, I buy, I buy I spent all I didn't sleep that I didn't sleep that night. I was thinking, thinking okay, next day I wake up or next day I say, okay, I'm gonna assume this. Okay people, I'm gonna sell this too. <laughs> okay, uh, so I decided like okay and switch Musa was like the easiest name I had it, like okay. Um, I create an Instagram account on the moment and pow, I start selling, selling. So, oh my God, everybody went crazy. And I started, oh my God, I have money now. <laughs> and, and more orders. And like, I sold the 100 maybe in two days or less. And already some requests having, like uh, a list of requests of orders. I said, oh my God, no, I'm going to do this. And many people in France say, man, that's a great idea, it's a great idea, it's amazing. I say, okay, let's do it, listen, until now, I'm doing, so I started in July as a joke. It's still joke, fun, it's serious, it's a, it's a mix of things, but the, 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 the truth is I'm paying my bills right now, <laughs> uh, my studio, my electricity, my internet, the gasoline with the... Um, with the samosas business. <laughs> and that's a good thing about social media, actually, right? In the yeah. club, social media is not so good. Like in <laughs> in samosas time, as you say, it's so uh, good to have the feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, actually, and now I'm <laughs> I having less time for the studio, but I'm fun with the samosas. And... Is where my income is coming now, and it's also like um, combining your roots, right? From yeah, from yeah, yeah. Portugal and from Goa. Exactly, my father. My father is born uh, is from Goa. My mother not. My mother is Portuguese, but she she loves to cook, so she learned to 
to do she loves to, to, to cook so she learned how to make uh, go and uh, dishes recipes that's why I learned that's why I was invited by that bar 46 where you went mm -hmm. uh, to do a menu and okay so I have to do a menu now I have to go to another level so I went my mother teach me how to do the chicken chakuti uh, with coriander uh, always with coriander <laughs> always with coriander uh, the chicken chakuti so I did it twice before with her before the restaurant then that was my third uh, my third the third time I, I did the the rest and it was so good <laughs> so tender thank you <laughs> but what can people how can people reach out to you if they now want to order some instagram or my the switch dance the switch Musa or whatever they just need to text me and uh, if they live in uh, lisbon city i i deliver it myself i i'm always driving around lisbon every day because I live uh, not in the center, so I always drive my car. So I try to combine um, the deliveries with my daily life routine. But now that we have a we have a curfew every weekend or half curfew, it's the best to drive and mm. live like in 45 minutes. So pow, I, I, <laughs> I delivered everything. Uh, so. It's nice times for the the food uh, delivery yeah. business is good. <laughs> and people always have to eat, so it's a, a secure awesome. job. <laughs> people are, are at home, bored at home, so I I believe most of people are cooking at home or ordering also. So everything's related. So I think it's also uh, a nice moments for people or companies or restaurants that are investing on deliveries yeah and what else is cooking in your kitchen or in your studio at the moment well on my studio unfortunately right now nothing <laughs> i have many ideas many 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 ideas and i think uh, at the beginning of the pandemic i was actually not feeling inspired mm -hmm. but now i'm feeling is a good moment to create something new but i'm struggling because at some point okay i want to create now but i'm struggling with the economic situation it's okay but no i want to create but some when i start or when i go sometimes i think oh no i have to pay these bills okay it's maybe and i should go <laughs> make more shamuses and deliver <laughs> this because i need to pay the bills so i'm kind of split it i want to do music but at some point mm, i can't <laughs> i i need to To invest time on the things that um, that give me income. Bring money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now in the music, I don't have any uh, any income. There was two or three illegal parties I did in August, September that had a little income. It was a nice help. Um, also, clubs were opening, um, and it was a light. There was a little light at the end of the tunnel in mm -hmm. September, but now mm -hmm. it's gone already. So, yeah, I'm 
and uh, I'm a bit more <laughs> focused on the on the food on the food business, let's say. What is the first thing that you would like to do when the pandemic is over? What is the thing that you're currently missing the most? Uh, let's say be free like we were, like simply be free, no masks, uh, having free schedule to do everything, not thinking, okay, you cannot drive or you can, or you should not be outside. At least I still f feel, let's say, how free because until now I'm doing everything I want. If I want to go, even if, if I should not do this because the police or the government say, no, stay at home, come on. I go where I want want to go. So let's say I'm free on this way, but everything is closed. <laughs> There's also not, not many options to do uh, what I'm doing. Sometimes I, I go to a friend's house outside of Lisbon or we rent a apartment. We Like three or four friends, we rent apartment outside because the city is a little very boring right now there's nothing to offer or there's nothing to offer that used to offer before. so if i could have the option definitely i'll be not living in lisbon right now i prefer to be in the countryside if, if i had that opportunity but um, uh, yeah then I, f i think i forgot what was the main question <laughs> like the first thing that you want to do afterwards but i think you already answered it yeah, yeah just well, be free club, again yeah, free clubbing partying get my life back how it was before that was connected with music but yeah be free <laughs> could go to a restaurant anytime I don't or don't feel oh you have to have, it's friday i need to to do grocery for the week and you yeah. know otherwise if you go in the morning like the supermarkets look look like armageddon like oh, everybody's running like closing at one yeah. oh my god it's it's horrible this feeling yeah. this feeling is horrible and actually i would say me or maybe you are lucky because Portugal is quite not so strict, strict like other countries. So that's that's not so bad. And we have the sea in front. Awesome. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Did you ever go surfing? Uh, no, no. Because you used to skateboard. I lot, used right? to be skateboarder. Yes, I tried surf once or twice, but it was not the best experience because the friend who, who took me to to try he didn't he didn't take me to the the beginning beginner waves so it was tough mm -hmm. probably i swallow a dozen of waves mm -hmm. <laughs> and i said never more <laughs> never more marco thank you so much for this interview You're welcome thank you to you too it was a pleasure is there anything that you would like to share i didn't ask you I don't know, maybe try my chamuses <laughs> and I have a new sauce, aubergine sauce mm -hmm. that I announced yesterday and it's almost sold out. <laughs> so you should work on worldwide shipping now. Uh, yeah, the chamuses, unfortunately, I, f I cannot do that. But the sauce, I'm going to send one to Guimarães that is 
the border, <laughs> the border of Portugal. So next month I'm gonna make my first uh, okay. sh product shipment. <laughs> so fingers crossed for your new product. Thank All the you. best, <laughs> and thank you so much for this interview. Thank you very much. Thank you too. Yes, welcome back. This was the interview with Switch Dance. I think we talked about some very interesting and funny points um, and funny also how this pandemic can turn out for DJs in a different way. Um, if you're interested in finding out more about Lisbon and Lux Frasil, I recommend tuning in the podcast episode with Rui Vargas and to check out the travel guides about Lisbon on tunesandwings.com. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>